So you're on a mission to find some work experience. Somebody, somewhere, has told you that it's important. It might be your careers advisor at school, it might be a parent, it might be an older sibling. Either way, you understand that work experience is important, you are trying to secure some, but it is not working out. You have tried and you have not secured anything yet, so you are ready to throw in the towel. Is that the best thing to do at this point? Absolutely not, lovely. Not on my watch. Let's fix this. This is Dive Into Your Career, the podcast designed to help students like you take impactful steps towards your career goals. I'm Gina Visram, a qualified careers coach and consultant who is so proud to be your careers cheerleader. You are in the right place if you are a determined student or the proud supporter of one. Here, you will embrace career development in a unique spirit of fun, not fear. Let's dive in. Hey lovely, my name is Gina Vistram. You are listening to the Dive Into Your Career podcast the podcast for students and graduates on their journey from education to employment and entrepreneurship, and for those who are doing it in a spirit of fun and optimism, not fear and overwhelm. And it is that very overwhelm which might be stopping you in your tracks at the moment if you feel like your efforts to find work experience are going unrewarded, unheard, unheeded, or unsuccessful, and you are just done. Like, it's done, you've tried. That is not how things are gonna go. That is not the attitude to have, that is not what is gonna help you at this point. And so I wanted to take a few moments with you today to talk through how to secure work experience when you've given up hope. That is the topic of this week's podcast, how to secure work experience when you have given up hope. And we're going to go through this fairly quickly, and whether it is that you choose to do all five of these things, or you only do one, chances are you are still going to take some positive steps forward, as long as you implement some of what we are talking about today. And I want to re-emphasize that I always love hearing from you when it comes to what your questions might be, if you have anything that you would like us to talk about on this podcast, and of course, if you are responding directly to some of the thoughts, ideas, advice that you may have heard here. So with that in mind, do please feel free to contact me via socials, uh, via Your Career and Future, via Gina Fristram on LinkedIn, emailing me on gina at yourcareerandfuture.com, whatever works for you. Let me know if this episode helps to move the needle for you. So let's get into it. Number one, when you have given up hope when it comes to finding work experience, one of the most important things to remember is that our minds and our words are powerful. So if you are telling yourself that you have tried everything, that there is no work experience out there, that nobody's gonna come back to you, 
that this isn't something that you can be successful with. After all, you're too young. You need to be 18. You need to be 16. You have been turned down so many times that clearly this is not a possible thing to achieve. If that is your mindset, my lovely, it is time to change your story. Now, I'm not trying to gaslight you into thinking that work experience is easy and just through determination you can walk it and you can find it and that won't be a problem. Not at all. I know that finding work experience isn't easy. I know that even though it hasn't been easy for a very long time, it's potentially even more difficult on the other side of the global pandemic because people's working patterns have shifted and they're not necessarily in the office all the time. And so as a result, people might start to turn you down before you've even properly explored what you could do. So I know that all of that is true. I know that that can make things more difficult. But if you are feeling defeated and if you are telling yourself that it's just going to work, it's impossible, you've already had 10 organizations turn you down, then you're going to need to shift that mindset. Because if you don't, you are not going to see different results, you are not going to see a different outcome. And that makes me think of my favorite Henry Ford quote, which is something like, if you believe you can, or if you believe you can't, you are probably right. So change that story, feel free to say, in my experience, it hasn't been easy so far. In my experience, it feels impossible. However, recognize that you have not secured your work experience yet, that you have not found out a way that works for you yet, that you haven't been able to network and create an opportunity successfully yet right? Because that flips your mindset into thinking, but let's keep going. We've got this, right? Let's keep going. The let's keep going attitude is what's going to be absolutely key in securing your self-work experience when you have given up hope. Number two, take stock of what you have done. You have done some sort of outreach, how have you done that and who have you reached out to? Has it been by email? Has it been by phone? Has it been in person? And when you take stock of what it is that you have done, do remember that so much of the gold and so much of the success is in the follow-up. So I would say follow-up. Now, if you need some kind of guidance on timing, I mean, some loose guidance for me would be if you have reached out in some way and it's been two weeks and you haven't heard back, then definitely feel free to follow up. But remember, do some kind of advance to your initial outreach when you follow up. So whether that is looking up the person who you have been contacting on LinkedIn and seeing what's going on with them, and if there's anything that you can comment on that they've shared, if they've shared anything to do with their company or their organization, or, you know, look up the organization. This is sometimes the easier thing, so you're not having to depend on people who are creating content or not, because I appreciate that not everybody does. So feel free to see what's going on with the organization. 
Are you seeing something that you might be able to mention that when you reach out again and you follow up, you might be able to say, ah, I noticed that your organization recently ran a webinar on this. This is particularly interesting to me because X, Y, Z. And it reminded me of my initial correspondence and I wanted to take the opportunity to reach out again and see whether there is a possibility to do some work experience with you. I would be really excited to positively contribute to the work that I have seen you do, or, you know, I'd be really excited to positively contribute and gain some experience of this certain industry, right? So there are certain things, certain ways that you can phrase things so that the person on the receiving end of your correspondence looks at that correspondence and thinks, this is a really bright young person. I appreciate their tenacity. I appreciate them reaching out again. And maybe you can see where things go from there. So that was number two, take stock of what you've done and remember to follow up. Number three, approach organizations with less of a hierarchical structure than some of the many corporates that you can possibly think about. Now, Gina, why is this important? Well, my lovely, this is important because you want to be able to reach the decision makers, right? So if you are keen to secure work experience at Google, I am here for that. I salute you. I wish you all the best. That would be incredible. However, chances are there are layers and layers and layers of approval processes, possibly even if you know somebody, much less if you don't. And that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be building relationships and seeking opportunities in that dream organization. Of course you should. But we are talking about how to secure work experience when you have given up hope. And doesn't it make sense to therefore be reaching out to people and organizations that are likely to be the ones who are making the decisions or who are a simple step away and might be able to pass on your inquiry to somebody that they work closely with. Now, I'm mentioning this, but I don't want you to get in your head of thinking, okay, Gina, that sounds great, but I don't have an organogram of the whole organization. I don't know who the decision makers are. So please don't let this particular thought, this particular idea, number three, of approaching organizations with less of a hierarchical structure, don't let this stop you if you think, oh my goodness, Gina's right, but how do I figure out the hierarchy? No, I think it's a simple case of anticipating that larger corporate organizations are most likely to have lots of layers in terms of who makes decisions about this sort of thing. Whereas a smaller organization or an organization where you have the scope to potentially see somebody face-to-face, -face, those sorts of organizations can potentially meet you and come across you and read your email and be able to respond and go, actually, that sounds great. What are the dates that you're looking at? Or, you know, we can't do these dates, but you can offer, we can offer you experience on these dates. So, Think smaller company, think startup as opposed to, you know, massive multinational organization. Think of organizations that you can walk into and potentially ask to speak to the manager. 
right? And with that in mind, that leads me to number four, which is bearing in mind that all work experience is good work experience, especially at the beginning of your journey. But actually, I also believe that to be true even further on because you are gaining transferable skills whatever it is that you are doing, right? Whatever work it is that you are doing, you are building and gaining transferable skills. So even if you're interested in working in finance, that doesn't mean that for work experience, if you've been having a really tricky time with accessing your industry of choice, it doesn't mean that you cannot go and look up things like retail or hospitality, right? So you could work in a shop, you could work in a cafe, you could work in a restaurant. Any of these sorts of things are things where you are building up different sorts of skills. You're building up your communication skills, your problem solving skills. You are able to highlight your dependability and your organization skills. Likewise, if you might think about approaching a school even, right? Schools can be a fairly good bet because we know that they often offer work experience. So even if this isn't your first choice necessarily, it's what I would call a warm lead in that you know that schools offer work experience. And so it doesn't have to be, and by the way, this isn't a given. Like I was in my daughter's primary school uh, back in, I think it was last summer, and I saw one of their former pupils come in and ask at reception about work experience. And she was turned down because they are full to capacity with their work experience students for the year. So it's not that it's an easy option either, but you can probably see what I'm saying, right? Is that if you can reach a decision maker directly, if you can walk into an establishment directly, if you can speak to a manager, if you can get an email address of a person who makes these sorts of decisions, then chances are it is going to be a quicker process to you getting to a yes or getting to a no. And that is certainly going to help you to secure work experience when you have given up hope. So that then leads to number five, which is be tenacious. Change your expectations, my lovely, because you have sent out one, two, three, four, five requests for work experience, or you have spoken to eight people, doesn't mean that that's going to yield an opportunity, but so often it is at that stage, and I can hear my voice getting squeaky. I get quite passionate about this. Can you tell? Ooh, calm down, G. <laughs> but it can be at that point where you're like, oh, but I've you know, I've contacted 10 people and nobody's come back to me, so clearly it's not possible to get work experience. No, that is not the case. You need to be so much more tenacious than that, so much more focused, and not expect that because you have asked for something, it is gonna land in your lap. It's really important to keep going, to follow up, as I said, I think that was number two, but also, to really apply and approach lots of opportunities, not in a spray and pray approach where you're not acknowledging what the business does and what you can hopefully do to contribute or anything like that, 
you know, it's not a case of not personalizing things. You must personalize. But it is highly likely that you will need to have approached many places to secure your opportunity. So please do change any mindset that you have of because you have approached 5, 10, 15 places, it means that there's just no work experience out there for you. That is not the case. So keep going. Please keep going. Don't just do the same thing. If you've heard some of what I've talked about today, or if you go back, and I highly recommend that you go back, I've done a, a number of episodes here on the Dive Into Your Career podcast about work experience. If you've listened to this and you've listened to any of the others and you think, oh, actually, some of Gina's suggestions involve a little bit more effort and research than what I've put into things, so I should make that change, then of course, make that change. Don't keep going back sending the same like two-liner, I am so-and-so, I'm 15 years old, and I'm looking for work experience, please. Like, you need to do more than that. That is how people will see your capability and your interest. It is a, a case of being tenacious and really, really going for it and continuing to go for it. So that's really the thoughts that I wanted to leave you with. I wanted to remind you, number one, our minds and words are powerful. So change your story. Don't say that you've tried everything. You have not. Number two, take stock of what you've done and make sure that you follow up. Number three, remember to go for organizations with a, a flatter structure if you can. So typically that means going for smaller organizations, you know, if you're interested in law, yes, of course, you could go for linklators and places like that, but you can also approach your local high street immigration or conveyancing solicitor, right? And you can walk in there with a smile on your face and ask to speak to a manager and see whether there would be an opportunity there. It's still law, but you haven't necessarily had to go through layers and layers and layers to get a response. Number four, bear in mind that all work experience is good work experience. So yes, you can find something within your industry that would be incredible, but it is also great to be able to look more widely. So if you're interested in medicine, but you can maybe go along to a high street optician, or you can go along and do something that has nothing to do with that. Because when it comes to something like medicine, for example, they need to see that you can support vulnerable people. So working in an elderly care home or working in a nursery, like both of those things are going to be valuable on that journey, even if it feels like they don't have anything to do with it. And the same applies no matter what it is that you're into. You build transferable skills when you do jobs that are more general as well. So they are also valuable. And number five, be tenacious. Keep going, keep on swimming. You have absolutely got this. As I said a little bit earlier, I love to hear from you. I love to hear what is going on, your stresses, your success stories. And if this episode has been useful for you, I would ask that you please share it with a friend. And because the more that people do access this content and the more they share it, the more easy it's going to be for fellow students and graduates and their supporters to find it and get the support that will be beneficial to them. So that will be your good deed for the day. I thank you in advance. 
All right, lovely. Take care of yourself. Looking forward to catching up with you on another episode of the Dive Into Your Career podcast soon. Bye. Thank you for listening today. To keep up to date with Dive Into Your Career, leave your details on bit.ly forward slash dive into the list. See you soon.